Welcome. I am so fucking glad that you are here for this week's Soul Session with me, Jessica Soul. This podcast is designed to be your weekly dose of solitude, freedom, and kick-ass concept building. Each week, expect real and raw conversations, practical and straight-up methods that you can implement right now to up-level your relationship with yourself, your money mindset, your abundance, vitality, sexuality, autonomy, and so much more. Thank you so much for supporting my vision to impact hundreds of thousands of women around the world. Hello, 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 my beautiful, beautiful interwoven family. Welcome to this week's episode. I am... I'm sitting here, ready to record, obviously, headphones on, doing all the things, ready to present this transmission to you. And mm, I know that ah, deep, 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 deep in my heart and in my soul, I know that this conversation needs to be had, but... I'm going to be honest with you. This is a conversation that I feel, I wouldn't say apprehensive to share with you, but I definitely know. Um, Yeah. Oh, I don't even know. I know that I, I wouldn't say we'll ruffle feathers, but I know that could definitely spark a lot of thought process for many people. But for me, it's really, really important to share this and it's important for so many reasons. And this one is coming from the heart straight out to you. This is something that I know that in the past, um, oh my goodness, like it was loved so deeply from people around me, my transparency and vulnerability. And as I look at my phone, of course, it's 222. Many people love a good angel number, but somebody uh, inside of this family actually said, you know, Many people will tell you how things worked out, but often people don't ever share how they got to that point. And that my open book approach is something that they really, really love and that my transparency is one of my gifts. And so ah, I'm here to do that with you guys today. And it is most certainly not without a little bit of apprehension and for so many reasons. So first of all, I just want to thank you for being here and I want to honor you in this space. I also want you to know that with everything that I do, I only ever share for the hope and the um, purpose of helping somebody else. And I really want to take a moment. And if you feel called to do that with me, just to close your eyes down, um, feel free. I'm going to. And just take a couple of deep breaths in with your nose and out with the mouth. In through the nose and out through the mouth. Last one here, in through the nose. out through the mouth and just keeping your eyes closed for a minute. What I would 
really, really love to do in this moment is just honor my incredible, beautiful daughter. It is really without her, um, you know, without her knowing that I speak into this today. Obviously, I I have this conversation with so much respect for her and the situation that surrounds it. And I, my intention and my aim is to do this with so much elegance. And I deeply know within my heart, because my 10-year-old has the emotional intelligence of someone far beyond her years, but I deeply know that within my heart, the message and the purpose of me sharing this is going to resonate with so many of you that it will be consistently worth it that this recording is out there for anybody inside of our interwoven family to consume, to reconsume and to take note on as, as you traverse through your own motherhood journey, um, potentially marriage journey, divorce journey, love journey, Ah, and just the, the journey of, of becoming and being a parent. Mm. And you know what, regardless, if you are not a parent, there is a, a large amount of knowledge that you can gain from this just in relation to how we communicate. So, okay, let's, let's dive in. Let's delve. Let's see how this comes to life. But uh, please forgive me. I know that you can probably even hear it. I'm like, I so know this needs to be spoken about, but I'm also quite, ooh. but please just bear with me as I hold space and maybe pause once or twice just to ensure that I am delivering because I do not write notes when I'm coming in here completely led through my heart and through my soul. Uh, I do not write notes and I do not have an agenda but I know this needs to be shared. So, all right. Long, long, long story short. Many of you know, have I said that 1000 million times in here? But many of you know that um, my of my journey. Many of you know, if you do not, um, a few years ago, almost, I started the proceedings of making, well, it was about four years ago that I started to make the choice. Oh, gosh, I'm like, no. It was longer. Yeah. When I was pregnant with my son, my son is now five. There was a moment um, when I was pregnant with him that something happened in my relationship, in my marriage. And in that moment, I knew immediately that I shouldn't be with my husband. I knew it down to the core. I remember the home we lived in. I remember the exact moment. I remember the exact feeling. And... Of course, you know, I was pregnant with, with our little boy. And at the time I could have left, it would have been quite easy. Um, it wouldn't have taken a lot of, of work. I had an income, so I wasn't tied there financially and I could have done it, but I didn't. Many of those reasons pertained to me wanting to cons- like to wholeheartedly make sure I had um, done everything I could to keep my marriage together because I never got married to be divorced. Although now I look back and I am so um, thrilled and thankful and grateful for every part of the whole experience. At that time, there was no way 
that I was uh, a married woman about to have our second child and feeling like I wanted to be divorced and as far away from this person as possible. But in the process of this, I, um, I knew, I knew that that was, I knew, I just knew that it was not meant to be, but I didn't leave. I stayed and I continued to, to make my efforts to see if both myself and my ex-husband were willing participants in, in what I was hoping would be our, um, our repair of the relationship. Long story short, obviously this did not happen. Now, when I say willing participants, what I mean by that is that I believe that in 95, maybe 99% of relationships, if you have two willing participants, as in the relationship I'm in now, we're both willing, we're both participating. And I know that if um, my partner came to me and said, look, I feel here's something we need to willingly both improve on or participate in, in order to grow, I would be doing it. And I know that he would be doing the same. And we've had, we've been together for two and a bit years now. And we're both willing participants in the relationship. We're both committed, although we're not engaged or married um, emotionally and mentally, and physically, there's a there's a willing participation. That's the best way to describe it. <laughs> um, so when I had those moments in time, I started to realize that ah, through sickness and health, richer and poorer, those um, those parts of life, those vows that were being laid down, I started to realize that I. Um, I so deeply wanted to honor them, but unless there's two willing participants, sometimes that's just actually not the case, particularly if you're in a relationship that feels um, toxic, threatening, unsafe, unhealthy, or in any way, shape or form leads you down a road where you are starting to, to fear what your future holds. And all of those things were at the time feeling very relevant for me but we continued to stay in our relationship for a little bit longer. But around two and a half years ago, three years ago, um, that marriage ended. And since then, I've been on a such an interesting ride, particularly with my children. And oh gosh, like I can just, I can actually feel, um, I can feel how emotional this is going to be. Um, and I don't even think that I'll be able to really cover everything in one episode or one audio transmission. Um, and I just want to say right now, if you're not a parent and you think you don't care about this, like, trust me, you care, trust me, please listen, because this will give you benefit one way or another. Um, the journey that I've had with my children, particularly my daughter has been quite immense. And this journey began, uh, when I went overseas or it began, began when it began, but there were some particular points in um, this, in the painful part of this journey that started when I was overseas, when I decided to travel to India. And that was, um, that was, it, it didn't take long. So that was in the March and by the August we had, um, no, it was actually, sorry, no, by the June, July, we had completely separated and everything was over. But 
from the March that year, we, you know, we were not a couple. We may have lived together. We may have eaten together, but that that was it. We were not a married couple anymore. Um, there was a lot of trauma that was created when I was away. Uh, and I don't want you to cast assumptions or anything, but more what happened was it shone a light very distinctly on the fact that my daughter did not feel supported and, um, and did not, not feel that she was, um, comfortable being just cared for, for longer periods of time, um, without me there. And that, you know, that's totally understandable. She was a little girl and I won't, won't ever speak badly about the other party. More importantly is I'm, I'm sharing this because I want you to understand these things or have an insight because it's so important, whether you're a mother of older children or you're not yet a mother or you, you know, whatever, maybe a father, I want you to understand that I share this because my whole purpose, my whole, the whole reason I do what I do is to create impact and to heal generational trauma. And so here we are talking about it, but it was one of those things where there was a lot, there was a lot happening. And, you know, for, for a few years now, obviously my children have been impacted by, by the divorce and by the separation. You know, what really, what's really hard is I would say 95% of my clients come to me with trauma that it stems from their childhood wounds, um, emotional wounds that stem from their childhood. And if in their childhood they have been through a divorce or their parents have been through a divorce or a separation, that is 100% one of the largest reasons why children deal with trauma and why they have unhealed wounding and trauma in their adulthood. And I've got to say, um, it like knowing this, it has been such a huge journey for me. And it's been a journey that has been just empowering and heartbreaking at the same time. And I'm going to keep this, I I won't say short because I doubt it will be short, but I'm going to keep this to the point when it comes to how I want to communicate with you guys around it. Um, Okay. So one of the deepest and most meaningful conversations I've had with my daughter took place on um, the weekend, just gone. And Ah, this is what I want to talk to you guys about today, but I feel like there's so much more to share, but we'll just, we'll, I'll, I'll give you some insight into what happened there. And then if this feels like something or a topic that we would love expanded on, we may, we may do that. But I have known for, you know, for, for a long time that my son and my daughter would need support when I chose to make these decisions. And when I did that separation, Leo was very little. He was only two and um, broke my heart to think that this was happening for this little young child. Now looking back, obviously, I have this incredible man in my life and our family unit is incredibly strong and I feel that um, we will do absolutely everything and are doing everything in order to raise a very strong, independent, masculine, caring, loving um, man, 
young man, human. Same goes with, with, our, with our daughter and I actually call them our kids because that's how it feels right now. Um, so when all that happened, I supported Scarlett by getting her a counsellor and there were so many things that were uncovered within that counselling. Most of them I will probably not really ever talk about. A lot of them I don't even know about because the counsellor also had a lot of uh, strict confidentiality rules and um, and boundaries when it came to, to my daughter being her client. And so she only ever brought things to my uh, awareness that were necessary if, for example, there was a risk or there was something I really needed to know about. But other than that, she supported her quite independently. I knew that there was going to be things that would come up. But one of the things that came up um, and has come up, interestingly enough, um, more recently has been quite confronting for me, which has been um, this feeling of anger towards Scarlett. And I think it's been more a feeling of resentment. And a lot of that has stemmed from this another level of awareness when it comes to the fact that the family unit is broken down. Interesting because right now I've never felt a more solid family unit in the way that we live. We live on a beautiful property and my partner is just the most incredible stepfather and father figure and masculine figure. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. To hear the full conversation and gain access to exclusive content, downloads and full transcriptions, find me at the link below and subscribe.